Welcome to Elan Restoration Fellowship, where Jesus is King, Hamelik, Lord, Hashem, and Messiah, Mashiach. And now, Pastor Billy Elias. It's interesting because we're, when we reach Revelation chapter 1, verse 11, we've already spoken in the first several about the first letter of the Hebrew alphabet, which we all know as the Aleph. Very good. And we see how the Aleph correlates to Revelation chapter 1, and especially the key verse. And we spoke about, I believe it was Revelation 1.8. But one of the things that we start to see is this is where at the dawn of a written Bible that pre-existed the King James version of the Bible, things started to get kooky. So when King James rolls around at the Hampton Court Council and they start to ratify what they would call the English Standard Version, which we know would later become the King James Version of the Bible, there were a lot of things that were left out because of the Hebraic and because of the anti-Semitic mindset. Many documents were translated directly out of the Greek or the Latin, of which there's really not a good English interpretation. So they would take the next best word that they can find and they would use that word to best fit a word from the Greek that best fit a word from the Latin that best fit a word from the Hebrew. Instead of going back to the original language and cutting everything else out, we're talking the fourth or fifth generation translation. So when we look at verse 11, what we start to see is this is when John is now beginning to get his vision sorted. Okay, he's heard from the angel. He's heard the Messiah. He's seen the Messiah. And now he's being told in verse 11, write down what you see on a scroll and send it to the seven messianic communities, Ephesus, Smyrna, Pergamum, Theatira, Sardis, Philadelphia, and Laodicea. When we look at it in Hebrew, this is where my mind just left me today. I'm going to read it to you, the first sentence in Hebrew for a minute, and those of you who do have your study notes, you're going to see that there's a sentence, part of the sentence is circled in red. Okay, so in Hebrew it reads, Ve'omer ani ha Aleph ve ani. All right. So, in other words, it's ve omer ani ha Aleph ve ani. So, it begins with I am the beginning, and I am. There's not a single English version anywhere that records the beginning of that sentence. They all go right to saying and saying. Write down what you have seen. Nobody records what is written in Hebrew. 
it was excluded from the King James Version. So every English translation doesn't have it. But what we have to understand is the redundancy here. You see, John heard the Messiah say, I am the Aleph and the Tau. He said it twice, right? That we have recorded, written down in our transcripts. In our interpretation, our translation, excuse me, we have it twice. He says it a third time. The lights go off. It's only recorded as being said twice, but in reality, he said it a third time. But not only did he say it a third time, it sounds redundant, right? It sounds like he's saying, um, I am the beginning, the olive, and I am. That's what he says. I am the beginning, and I am. What he's saying is, if you were to go, I'm the beginning, it's me. That's what it means. I'm the beginning. It's me. I'm the beginning. It's me. I'm the Aleph. It's me. I am the foundation. It's me. You see what happens here? So King James probably excluded it because he was talking about the Hebrew letter in the beginning and they didn't get it. But either way, it was removed. But yet in the earliest Hebrew manuscripts that they have of John's revelation, which he wrote in Hebrew, this is in there. So right here he's saying, not only before he says write it down, he's saying, John, I am the olive. It's me. I'm the one speaking to you from the very beginning. And what I've spoken to you from the very beginning can never be changed. This is a tough concept to grasp because what he's saying is that before the foundation, before anything, I am the beginning. It's me, John. So you need to articulate this to the churches to let them know that I am Aleph. That's literally what he's saying. I am Aleph. It's me. And he's reminding them what he said in Matthew chapter 5, 17 and 18. Where he said, my word's not going to pass away, not the yod, not the stroke. Until the day that I say it's going to go. Then we see in First John, or John chapter 1, because in the beginning was the word. Now we're going to look at that a little bit later. Because we're going to, the Greek and the Hebrew is the dabar, it's the written and the spoken word. But it goes so much deeper that we can now understand it because we're starting to uncover what is being said in John's revelation. So what we have now in verse 11 is Messiah's assignment for Yohanan, for John. He writes down his vision. And he sends it to the Messianic communities in Asia Minor. 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 Sorry. My, little, my Brooklyn came out. And he sends it to the Messianic communities in Asia Minor, Turkey, which we know is modern day Turkey. And again, the opening declaration of verse 11 isn't translated um, because of the casualty of the book's Latin 
and Greek interpretations. Now, one of the things that we have to see here um, is this is not only a reference of Jesus being the Messiah as the Aleph, right? But it references the foreordained gospel for the earth's foundation. But second, and here's where this is where this is going to be the great dividing. This is it. This is me basically throwing down the gauntlet, spitting over the line. This is me firing that shot across the bow. This is a declaration, I guess. Because what he is saying here is that the Torah preexisted heaven and earth's creation. That's tough to take. The Torah preexisted heaven and earth. The Torah that Moses got when it was finally revealed to him was written before the foundation of heaven and earth. What we're starting to see is the correlation in the book of Devarim, which we call Deuteronomy, is basically the literature and it's the all-encompassing, the fifth book that tells the whole entire story of the first four. So what we need to understand, because in chapter two, God uses the Torah as his measuring rod. When we get to chapter two and he starts breaking it down to the churches, it's Torah and only Torah that we can work from. Because what we need to understand is in order to live in righteousness, it has to be spoken and it has to be written. It has to be learned and it has to be read. It has to be consumed and it has to be taught. So Torah, as we were are told, which a lot of people don't recognize in the book of Proverbs, we find that Torah, it even says it, is from the beginning. So if you want to go to Proverbs chapter 8, verse 22 and 23, we are going to start down a path. And... It's going to start with a Hebrew word, which everybody knows, which is called wisdom. Okay? In Hebrew, wisdom is hach hama. Hach hama. Okay? Now, we have to understand something about wisdom. And we're going to start talking about, in a minute, a Hebrew letter. The Hebrew letter, Lamed. Um, we're going to go into that because it becomes extraordinarily important. But Proverbs 8, 22 and 23 says, Adonai made me as the beginning of his way. The first of his ancient works. I was appointed before the world, before the start before the earth's beginnings. I'm going to read it again. 
There are many people that would say, oh, this is Jesus. It is not Jesus. And the reason it's not is because Jesus is not a created being. This is where it gets crazy because people get kooky. Because they make it what they want to make it. It specifically says Adonai, what? Made. So what he's talking about right now is not omniscient, omnipresent. It, Jesus is not a created being. We don't, it's a, that's it, exclamation point. However, what he is talking about is something that God made as what? The beginning of Ha-Derech, the way. I am the way. Ani Ha-Derech. Ani Ha-Derech. I am the way. I am the Aleph. Right? You hear you seeing this? He says, I am the Aleph. It's me. And then he late earlier he says in his ministry, I am the way. We get caught up with the I am and say, oh, it's Elohim. But it's not what he's saying. He's saying Ani. It's a different phrase. It has a completely different phrasing in Hebrew. Ani, I am, as opposed to Haya. They're, they're totally different. Okay? So, Adonai made me as the beginning of his way. The first of his ancient what? Woes. I was appointed before the world, before the start, before the earth's beginning. Wisdom. This is accounted as wisdom. But when we hit Proverbs chapter 4, verse 2, when we go in the back, I'm sorry, we go forward four chapters, it says... And here, get ready. This is it. I'm, this is it. We're about to lay it out. You will forevermore be able to prove beyond the shadow of a doubt by reading it in the original language. Yeah, just this is it. No one is going to be able to tell you forevermore that Torah is done with. Can't happen. Proverbs 4 2. For I am giving you good advice. So don't abandon my what? Teaching. Teaching. You see that word that I have circled in red? It's Torati. In other words, my Torah. That's what it means. You cannot abandon my Torah. Now I want you to think with me for a minute. I am giving you good advice. This is wisdom speaking, right? Everybody with me? Are we all amen? We're amening together? I am giving you good advice. Advice. A wife. I am giving you a good wife. Wife. Yes, I have a good wife. A great wife. Actually, that was a very old English phrase. Good wife. The good wife. It would be the good wife, Josephine. Seriously, that's... For I am giving you... Wisdom is giving us good advice. Do not abandon my Torah. Wisdom is calling Torah its own. And then we read later that it was Adonai that made wisdom in the beginning. Wisdom here is saying don't abandon my Torah. 
Because from my Torah comes all wisdom. From my Torah becomes comes all creation. Torati is the possessive form of Torah. That's what it means. So Torah, instruction and direction, if you've made it personal, you add the I, which makes it personal. Torati. Sari is means my princess, Sarah. He changed Sari to Sarah. You see? So Torati is the possessive form of Torah. Wisdom's voice is the voice of Torah. Within the five books of Moses, we could not understand what Yohanan saw and recorded. In this context, Torati references the written and the spoken Torah from heaven. Holy smokes. It was written before the foundations, before the first ancient works were cast. And then God took that very word. And when Moses went up onto Mount Sinai, he gave it to Moses in a revelation. <gasps> now John on the Isle of Patmos has the honor and the privilege to get the same exact revelation, which is why Yeshua, Jesus, says to him, I am the beginning, it's me. I am the Torah, it's me. I am the way, it's me. You can go with every I am in there, and that's what it means. We have a bad interpretation that Jesus says, I am that, or, or God says, I am that I am. That's not what he says. That's not what he says. He says, I will be what I will be. There's a big difference. He's not the pleasing God, the God that pleases you, which is why we have this craziness going on. I've heard it. I am this, and I am your this, and I am your this. Okay, great. That's great. But that's not what he said. Pastor Billy will continue his message in just a moment. If you would like more information about sermon series, books, and other study materials, you can call us at 732-314-1956 or you can email us at elanrestoration at gmail.com. You can visit us on Facebook for Shabbat and service times. And now we conclude today's message with Billy. In Hebrew he says, I will be what I will be. In other words, I was there then, and I'll be the same then. You're not changing me. I am who I am. This is who I am. You understand the difference? So what we have is um, this Hebrew word Torah, it, it, it may not be translated, but it's found throughout the entire book of the Proverbs. It's translated here as teaching, but it is Torah. So when somebody says to you, it doesn't matter, you say to them, what do you mean it doesn't matter? Wisdom has been before the foundation of the earth, and wisdom is the Torah, and it says it right here. How can you now separate the two? We seek wisdom in the church house and in Christendom, but we kick out where it came from. That's the truth. 
We kick it out. We dispose of it. We don't want it. After 2,000 years of persecution, uh, we don't need it. Whew. You've been listening to Pastor Billy Elias. Pastor Billy is the founder and pastor of Elon Restoration Fellowship in Toms River, New Jersey. Join us again as Pastor Billy bridges the gap between the Old and New Covenants. And as always, may the Lord bless you with peace. Yeah.